0: This is the Distracted and Disorderly Podcast. I'm Chris and this is Kayla. This is Kayla. We're just fucking idiots. Let's go. Welcome back. I have to get ready. I have to get like my face. I have to get ready. Like. (laughs) It's like swallowing the a... mentally like, prepare? Welcome back to distracting and story. It's like swallowing a... Swall- uh, it's like swallowing a pill. Have so, you ever tried to swallow a pill sometimes? And sometimes it's just like... It takes you a second to like...
1: No, I could try okay, swallow it pills. Is. It doesn't bother me.
0: It doesn't bother me, but sometimes it'll be in my mouth. And for some reason, I can't make myself swallow. It's mental.
1: Okay.
0: It's mental. But... Welcome back. We're doing a bad movie series. Every few episodes, we're gonna dig into a bad movie. You know, have a quick episode about it. Go with our thoughts. You know, have a good time with it. I love watching bad movies. Uh, the bad movie today was hard for me to get through, but I think Kayla liked it a little better than I did.
1: And it made me think it was gonna be way worse than it actually was.
0: It was way worse than it actually was. Uh, the movie today is called "I Need You Dead." Okay, it's called "I Need You Dead." Um, basically the synopsis is Dude, which is his name, yes, D-O-O-D, which is short for Doodle, as we find out, takes a hallucinogenic called Dummy Gummies, which sounds awesome, by the way, Dummy Gummies, uh, he has a weird-ass night, He then he sees a head thing that talks shit to him, and, you know, there's way more involved in the movie, but that's basically, like, the gist of, like, what they tell you the movie's about before you watch it, um, Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I thought I had. What was your first
1: confusion about the movie?
0: Okay, so I had a super 80s feel, and I noticed right off the rip um, what the fuck year is this even taking place? It kind of seemed all over the place. It seemed like it was the 80s, and then he had a cell phone. You know, right off the rip, somebody, the beginning of the movie, somebody's in the shower punching the wall. Um, I can't tell if they're supposed to be teenagers or 20-somethings. He lives alone, but his ID is a fake ID, which means he's not old enough. Um, had a dirty feel to it, but I mean, it's a little section of my notes. What about you? I know that. I got a text. What was that text? 15 minutes in, and I do not want to watch this. (laughs) So,
1: yeah, so the first 15 minutes was the whole party scene. I did not want to watch the movie if that was going to be the whole thing. <sighs> they did a good job Um, after I got to the end of the movie explaining why it is the way that it is at the beginning. But I hated the whole, like, bruh, that's, like, we're so high right now. And they're just, like, terrible commentary between the main <clears throat> character and the girl who was in the band. And then the the guy with the pink hair was, like... It was all in shambles at the beginning. I was like, where could this possibly go if we're going to start off with a scene this out there? And then the cop shows up and he's belligerent and fucking has glass in some kid's face and he throws up on him. And I was like, so
0: I mean, uh, and speaking of the cops. What the fuck? They couldn't even afford... Like, could they not afford an actual realistic-looking cop uniform? Because they just had blue button-ups on.
1: I think that was the point of... So, at that point, we didn't know that it was a, mov- a movie within a movie. But I think it was budget now that we've seen farther into the future. So, it was budget reasons that they didn't have... It was
0: budget for the movie within the movie.
1: Yes. So, it had nothing to do with the first few scenes. I think it was honestly budget because he was already promising people paychecks and not being able to actually follow through with the contract that he signed on with certain people. So I think it had to do with budget because they put a lot of the... So this is how I looked at it without getting too far ahead. The first scene, now that we know it's a movie within a movie, threw so much money into special effects, right? And they didn't need to. So they, the guy was like, the first scene was super good with sound, super good with video quality. Everything else was on par. But like we went way too into it with all of the psychedelic scenes and the whatever else, like the pizza face with the mouth. They probably put so much money into graphics and everything on that. I think they wasted all of their money. I think they wasted all of their money on stupid, unnecessary stuff in the first scene. Cause you could have been like, yeah, he took dummy gummies and now he's, you know, he's high, but they went, that one scene lasted like 30 fucking minutes, dude. And I was like, are they ever going to get out of this party house?
0: I did um before we get way into it. I did I did quickly look up the director. He was also the writer of the movie Rocco Zevenbergen.
1: Yeah.
0: Um also their estimated budget was 20 grand for this movie, which is like nothing for a movie. Yeah. That's nothing, especially with this many people in it and, you know, that's nothing. But anyways, so yeah.
1: That's why you're supposed to like they did mention that the the movie producer who's producing the bad movie within the movie. So the blonde haired skinny kid, he, he's like, I'm new. I'm this, I'm this, trust me, trust me, trust me. But he spent all of the money like right off the bat. And he's like, well, it's because I'm new. And like, we're all figuring this out together. So you got to be in it with me till the end. But he, he thought that because he made a good like first scene, That everyone would be like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll stick with him. That was
0: all going to come together, yeah. I did like the guy playing Dude, by the way. I liked him in the movie. I liked how he portrayed the character. I liked how he was. I liked how it was a little zany. Like, it got goofy and cartoony suddenly. And there was, like, weird sound effects, cartoony sound effects. Did you notice that in the first, like, 30 minutes? Exactly.
1: That's what I'm saying. They spent a ton of money on sound, sound effects. Yeah. Like, a bunch of other stuff. I almost thought the movie was going to be, like, a... You know how in cartoons or in reality shows, they pan away from people, put them in a separate room, and ask them questions like, how do you feel about so-and-so saying this about you? And they interview them in a separate room. Yeah. They did that for like not even 10 seconds where the two kids were like, oh, you think this party's going to be cool, man? And they were like panned out like an interview. But then the kid got flattened behind the door like a piece of paper. And they had Scooby-Doo sound effects. I was like...
0: Yeah, it threw me off. It threw me off a little bit because I wasn't sure. And I was like... (laughs) i'm here for that kind of stuff by the way like when movies get a little wacky i'm okay with it i just i wanted
1: to see where it was going but now now i understand like he went way overboard on little things in the scene that most people would appreciate but when you're on a budget you gotta kind of like
0: you gotta spread it out
1: exactly S-
0: so my confusion so my some of my confusion was like what is this movie trying to be was my thing and before the you know obviously you have you have the deeper thoughts on it than i do but i was I didn't know at first I like, I don't like trauma movies. Like, I don't know if you know what trauma is, but in the horror community, trauma is like they're very like legendary. They're well loved in the horror community, but I'm not big on trauma movies. It's a well- specific kind of thing. And like this movie reminded me of trauma. And it's funny because partially into part partway into the movie, there's a scene where there's an older guy on TV and he gets, like, experimented. I don't know, like, the president needs his organs or something. I don't know if you remember that scene. He's an older guy playing, like, a young... He's trying to... He's portraying himself as, like, a younger person. And he's actually, like, the main guy from Troma. I don't trauma. know if I've seen that. He's the main guy from Troma. I don't his, think
1: I've um, seen Troma. have, yeah, but they told us what the ending was supposed to be. They told us what the movie was supposed to be.
0: Lloyd Did Kaufman. Did you catch that? Was, Lloyd Kaufman was his name, by the way. But, um... They say? told us what
1: the movie. They told us what the movie was supposed to be, in the movie theater. The the face guy. First of all, he wasn't supposed to be eaten in that scene that the character had. Dude had eaten his. That thing was supposed to be like his intrusive negative thoughts. Okay. Right. So that intrusive negative thought, whatever.
0: I thought my thought was but, almost like, is that his ego? Kind of, but. Is that a but
1: shitty ego.
0: He,
1: yeah. But so they said that on the scene where he went out to the field to go get the the magic pills that were supposed to get him out of this trip, that...
0: Which was a fucked up scene, but yes.
1: So that he was supposed to get arrested, and then the cop was going to, the the, uh, Pete, the gay cop was supposed to save him from that scene and then leave the police station. And then he was going to save him. And then he was going to come to terms with his ego. And then once he, like, found himself with help of the cop, that thing would just disappear because he found who he was without being so negative about himself. Right. So that's what they said they were going to do with the movie. And then he added the scene where he ate him and then the whole stomach thing happened and then he tripped and called the cops and then went there and they shot fucking whoever but they were like that's why when they watched the movie theater the cast was like i don't want to do this anymore where is this going now i don't understand
0: and mind you that's like over an hour in already like we skipped a lot like like looking back at my notes like i wrote i wrote uh pukey drinking (laughs) cop cuz that one cop cops. The one cop is like always drinking a bottle everywhere he goes like out in the open which is like what the fuck And of
1: course the cops are fucking picking on the one senseless cop just cuz he's gay and he has his shit together. The other guys are drinking on the job being assholes, so
0: yeah. Then uh let's see. I did like the party aesthetic that scene even though you hated it. I like the aesthetic of that scene.
1: No, I didn't hate it. I I I didn't hate it at first. I didn't like watching it because I couldn't, like, usually in a movie you're, you can have, like, a couple of guesses on how something is going to go or where it's going. With that, I had no fucking idea. I was like, oh, okay, you know, like, the psychedelics, they did a really good job with the lighting, and then the guy in the room who gave them the dummy gummies, and they were like, oh, right. you're only supposed to take three, and I was yeah, like, oh, okay, six. <laughs> maybe this is going somewhere. Or but eight. at the beginning... They added so much little detail. Like, I knew that he had clammy hands before we got I, into the movie. Listen,
0: this is, I have a note. I literally, I wrote, what is with the clammy hands thing?
1: So that's an anxiety thing. So he's clammy. But at the beginning, when he was in the car and you could see the Gizmobile, he- Giz, um, It
0: was Gizmobile, just so you know.
1: No, it was Gizmobile for Gizmo on his dashboard.
0: I know, but he it was also a double entendre thing, being like Gizmobile. yeah. so
1: it's both so yeah he um (laughs) he had gizmo on his dashboard and he like was touching it to find peace because obviously he has like a childish he has like trauma in his childhood somehow because they brought up they had stuffed animals in his room and other childish things around his room that if you like paid attention to his bedroom you'd understand that he had like a weird background so he like I was trying window. to.
0: his window always had some surrealistic shit going on outside of it
1: which told the story too which was really cool but they um he put his hand on gizmo and he like he went like this and wiped his hands on his pants before he went into the party because like I immediately noticed that he had clammy hands like he was anxious before going in that's what the whole monster thing was for because he was portraying to be this party guy and this whatever and In reality, he's very sad and, like, depressed and anxious. And he was pretending to be a certain type of person. That's why he's like, oh, you need to deal with your demons. You're not really this person. Blah, blah, blah. See,
0: I didn't get any of that. And that's why I'm horrible at movies. I go entertainment factor and then I read about it later. But this is, honestly, talking to you about it is like reading about it. Because this is stuff I miss. Like, my first thought, like, I'm 10 minutes into the movie and I'm like, how much of that shit did he just take? Because I'm having anxiety. cuz that's how I look at I've been attention? I've been at parties like that where someone's like take this and I'm like okay <laughs> and then you're nervous and you know you're know, so you thinking about like next a relationship you know train. you're throwing a cup of ice at your own car <gasps> but anyways uh <laughs> Yeah, but um, he, he
1: like he tried to that's why he put the sunglasses on cuz he's like Putting his face on for the party.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought he was more like fucking too cool, so he kept his glasses on and he was hiding his yo 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 his crazy eyes. No, it's
1: called it's called masking. Yeah, you know?
0: so you I get can it now. Your... I get it now that you explain it. Um, the cop Weird. definitely said pork on pork action when he came out to him as gay. He's like, when I met my husband, I know pork on pork action. <laughs> but when I met my husband, and I was like, what the fuck. <laughs>
1: He just (laughs) reads by that. He was like, yeah, I'm
0: all set. Yeah, and uh, and did you notice that when he said he was gay, he got more flamboyant? He was like, hey, I just want to get you home safe. By the way, my husband, when we first met, we were like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Did he just get more flamboyant after he told him?
1: I thought that he was gay when I first saw him because he was was very endearing, and he had, like, they tried to portray, like, when people try to portray gay, like, quote, unquote, portray gay, they have, like, a... a tone or an accent kind of. And I hate to say that because that's Yeah, like but a I feel stereotype. like it
0: got more after because I picked up on him When you were in the like, car, right? Yeah, suddenly after he said my husband, suddenly he had the more flamboyant, like you can tell now. Now he's just yeah, like, but you know. he's, he's uncomfortable like, the at the
1: office. So he has to be like, he has to try to halfway be like, oh, whatever. And then he found a space where he was comfortable and he was like fully like, yeah, Pete, my name's Pete. And he's like, you can call me this. And then he like- lean into vulnerability because he's like clammy hands he's like take this baby powder and he like he set into his character which i liked that moment because he he really like
0: he was real nice about it yeah he came he was in his element
1: like, i felt like that character was that's that's when i there. um
0: that's when i wrote that note what is with the clammy hands thing <laughs> Everyone's anxiety. talking about his clammy hands. I see, look at that. You brought that to the because, table. Because look the at, cop has necessary. anxiety, too. You are necessary on this podcast. I'm just Not just for comedy. And Not just for comedy. For dark humor, it's fine. For dark humor.
1: Yeah, but the gay guy lived in anxiety his whole life, too. He's gay and constantly reaps the fucking... I don't know. He just gets bullied all the time. So why wouldn't he be clammy? And when you're constantly anxious, I would be clammy too. If I was like, Oh my God, I have to walk in eggshells around the place that I work just because I'm gay. So I get treated differently. So I'd be clammy too, but it makes sense. But that's the scene. total sense.
0: That's the scene where he gets home and he puts on the TV and there's that dude on the TV. And that's the guy. That's like the, uh, the, the guy who started trauma entertainment uh, his name's Lloyd Kaufman, and he was he was on the TV doing that whole little scene on the TV, acting like he was. Where he's ripping
1: out the old man's guts.
0: Yeah, and he he's definitely old, but he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm cool and I'm hanging out and blah blah blah." And I like, hey, "I yeah, watching. I don't give the president nothing." That's the guy who like started Trauma, and at that at that point, I was like, "That's where I saw the in depth." I was like, "Is this movie trying to be Trauma?" And then suddenly he's in it, and I'm like,
1: "Wait, wait, 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 wait! That makes so much more sense." I was trying to figure out because I didn't see the movie Trauma. The blonde guy who's making not this not a movie. movie. It's
0: an actual company that makes horror movies that are like... Okay, right so they there. must
1: tie, tie things in because on that kid's desk, the kid who's filming the movie, the blonde... I can't fucking remember his name.
0: Yeah, I can't I don't either. even know if they said his I, name. I didn't really... I only remember dude.
1: It had a big white sign that had letters in red that said, make your own movie. aha uh-huh. Did you pick up on that? So it's like, oh, you know, stop trying to recreate stuff. Have your own creativity which ties into another thing but I don't want to give that away yet so there you go there's like so much in this movie that I picked up on it was super weird
0: and of course he goes to sleep and it cuts to a it cuts to a meeting about the making of the film that's when it really it first cuts to that like meta like part of it where like, what are we like- gonna be
1: done with his bedroom scene and, but that wait that part of the movie is a huge turning point though so the old guy sitting in the chair represents Hollywood which is so weird, but it represents Hollywood because yeah, when somebody comes it. to them with creative, uh, like their own artwork, their own creations, they try to nitpick and fine tune and take away and do all of these things, and it doesn't become a fun, like hobby for you. It, it becomes takes a away chore, becomes and
0: stuff too. Yeah,
1: exactly. So he he represented Hollywood there, and then the rest of the process represents um, what a lot of people go through when making artwork or films in hollywood which is really sad
0: at the end so that happens everywhere it happens the bands bands get overproduced to death sometimes producers step in and really fuck with their sound and that's why a lot of bands will be like oh our biggest hit we fucking hate it that was our worst song we didn't like that song you know and then it's their biggest hit because the producer was like this is what we're gonna do and then we're gonna put all our backing into it and put it out there and fucking we're gonna use this formula and the band is like that's not Yeah, that's because they
1: conform to social norms and they want you to fit in with what's trending so that they can make money off of it, even though it goes against your creative freedom. But I noticed that right away. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, here's Hollywood coming in, sitting in the fucking chair. I was like, that's cool.
0: Yeah. But yeah, they cut to that meeting and that guy's kind of stifling his creativity and this and that. And that's where you kind of see that he's paying that other girl a little bit more than everybody else. And they're all confused about that, which I didn't really... That was a whole thing on its own. He had like a that special contract. Was,
1: well, that part was weird for me because the guy was talking about, well, this is where the blonde guy goes rogue. That is the scene of his turning point as a character. As soon as it cuts from knowing that we're in two movies now, that's his character's turning point. Yeah. And then also with um, that girl, she wasn't filmed once in the making of that movie. I didn't see her there at all. Yeah, I
0: don't know what she did. What was she doing?
1: That's that's another Hollywood reference. You know what I mean? Like, if you know somebody, you know somebody. Because he was on the phone with her investors, and they were like, you better make sure, blah, 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 blah. And sorry, the relationship didn't work out, and they hung up. And then she walks in right after he gets off of the phone with her investors. And she's like, well... Are you gonna like give me my paycheck and she was paid under the table too not -hmm. like everybody else but they also had a contract written up because of her investors so she wasn't portrayed in the movie but she was still getting paid well because one she's pretty two she had a relationship to somebody that he could use in the future potentially right as an investor but she wasn't in the film at all. It's kind of like a joke, like oh, ha, ha. If you know people, you know people. You can still make good money. But she wasn't in the movie at all.
0: You picked. Not up that I
1: saw, unless anything. I missed it.
0: I didn't pick up on so much of this. I was. It's like my brain. <laughs> it's like my brain catalogs it, but it goes. It fucking cares. My brain just puts it over here, and then you talk about. It It was a I'm really
1: like, weird movie. You're like, oh, that makes sense. I, That's. Weird. If I didn't,
0: I don't know why I just had so much trouble sitting still watching it because it didn't fully grab me in. So I didn't. You know, and I don't hyper hyperanalyze movies every day, anyway, but it was hard movie. to sit through. It was hard to sit through. It's actually easier to talk about it because I like hearing your ideas and what you thought about it because it's way yeah. to the left of what I thought. Because that's I've also why I to
1: analyze too many fucking movies. So it this sucks. is, and this is cool. what
0: brings me to my next. It's, it's it's just dogs, folks. Calm the fuck down.
1: It's just, just my calm dogs. Calm
0: the fuck down. Just ignore um, them. but this is at the point of where. <laughs> He wakes up, and there's a cell phone, finally. And I'm like, oh. And I wrote... The, this is my next couple of notes. Where am I? Where am I? Uh, I tried to find
1: the timeline. I couldn't.
0: I wrote cell phone? Okay, so it's modern day. And then well, I was Well, I like,
1: thought it was a Blackberry at first. It's a fucking touchscreen.
0: Yeah, it's a legit... It's, an, it's a... It's current enough cell phone. It's a current enough cell phone to be like... It's current, I guess. And then I wrote like... um Then there was another cut scene at that point afterward, which went back to probably what you were talking about that scene also. But then I wrote, this is where the monster comes in, all right? Wait, wait, you can't skip
1: the cell phone. The cell phone part, you know what the, when the gay guy sits at the desk with the chief or Mm -hmm. not the chief, the, it's not the chief. The chief is the fat guy who orders the chicken, whatever he is, the sheriff, And he brings out the book, and it said 1969 Vietnam War. And he's got to be, like, not that far off retired because he still looked super young. Like, too young to be in that timeline. Does that make sense? So...
0: I think this is where his movie within the movie started getting a little directionless, and he was just making it up as he went. Well,
1: well no, because that... uh, Yeah, this I think that's where he fucked up because this is where little details keep getting missed. There, I don't think that there is a timeline. I think that he had something in mind, like the '80s, like the beginning with all the psychedelics and whatever else, and then it just went downhill. Because remember, his buddy
0: calls him, and obviously we're jumping ahead, but his buddy calls him, and he goes, "Oh, you got a phone now?" And he's like, "Yeah, uh, meet me here." You know, when the cops kind of force him to, but we didn't get we didn't we didn't get quite get get there. Um, um, this is where the monster really comes in, and my note here, and this is um. I wrote. I feel like the monster is supposed to represent something, but I'm an idiot. And this is where <laughs> <I> would...
1: <laughs> you didn't write that in your notes.
0: I literally that is in my notes. That is it. Right? Ooh. Unplug you, bastard. That is in my notes. And you know, and that's when I was I like,
1: didn't take notes. I feel like I should I maybe start notes. I have to. You did
0: better than me without taking notes. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, you did better than me. then um, that's where I was like, I really want to like this. It's literally right up my, at my alley, but it's not doing it. I'm not smart. I wrote, I must not be smart enough for this movie. Uh, yeah, uh, I
1: think it's just because it didn't grab your interest. I feel like if you if you cared yeah. about it, it, you'd pay more attention. But I suppose that the monster is just uh, it's just a bad trip. So that is who he really thinks. That's what he really thinks of himself. The monster he tries to portray a good image but because he hasn't settled the trauma and he just like pushes it down like he subsides all of the feel or tries to subside them yeah but then like it gives away so many terrible details the monster's like oh i am you i'm i'm like your worst thoughts that you think about daily like you're 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 using volumizing shampoo knowing goddamn well you're not fucking styling it you have a mustard stain on your shirt that you don't know how to get. Oh, yeah, out yeah, the commercial when all comes on and the guy's like laundry detergent. Yeah. So he's just uh, he's just his thoughts. He's depressed he's and just, shit. Yeah, but he's that's not, why he's not taking
0: care of himself.
1: But that is where you where you where they. I don't know how to say this without it sounding so terrible. But that scene is when I realized that he was an addict and that he had a really bad problem because I know that he took the psychedelics, but at the beginning they portrayed it as just like a little house party. But then you see, like, the bags under his eyes once he thinks he's out of the trip. You see, like, the cuts on his chest, uh, but they're not actually there. So there's, like, thoughts of suicide and thoughts of self-harm, thoughts of this. And then also sitting in that room for as long as he did, which for us was probably, like, a half hour of that scene. But he could have been there for a week, Bender. And that's withdrawals, displaying withdrawals, like, portraying withdrawals and what you know, that does to you. That's why when his friend called or when he called his friend, he was like, you got to have something for me. You got to have a cure, blah, blah, blah. He was so quick to take the pills without knowing what the fuck they were. He thought that instead of getting help, taking another pill will make me feel better. Or like so he wanted, was wanted like to
0: a, get out the, away from the withdrawals and he was just looking for anything to help him get high again.
1: Well, maybe, but it, there's like two different sides of that that I see. Like, okay, if, okay first of all, if you're like, If you're high already, never mind. Say it wasn't withdrawals. If you're just high already and you're having a really bad trip. I was like, why doesn't this dude take a fucking nap? Instead, his next solution is like, oh, I'll take another pill without even questioning what it is, what it'll do to you. If you'll overdose, like somebody who's an addict will be like, just give it, just give it like whatever it is. Help me get out of this bad trip. Any person who was just at a house party trying drugs for the first time, doing whatever would be like. I can't wait for this to be over. I'm never touching another pill again. Like, I'm never fucking doing any of that. His first instinct was to do whatever. So they represented addiction in that scene. And it was, I was like, there's no way that they fucking, they did it really well. Like, well, those weird mention, long how his, pauses. How
0: his buddy, like, froze him out of going to hang out with them. Remember when you, they pull, they race their cars and then they pull up and he's like, hey, what are we doing tonight? And his friend's like, mm, we're kind of not like an open thing. And they kind of just ditched him.
1: Yeah. So he you see that twice, though, because when he calls the girl and she doesn't answer right away, um, he like has the earphone ringing from after he ate the demon because he stuck the wires in his ears. That's not actually happening. But he's like, everybody fucking hates me. Nobody cares. And he throws his phone after she didn't answer right away. But she calls him back immediately. He He doesn't doesn't see it yeah yeah so he's like resorting to to cutting even though he didn't actually cut himself he's thinking that he's like gouging into himself he resorted to that because of how defeated he felt which is also like really fucked up and sad but you can see what the director the blonde guy is portraying here because he's feeling defeated he's resorting to like no sleep he's He's doing, like, all of these weird things. And you can see that he's, like, coughing up blood in certain scenes. And it gets... So, like, there's so much in-depth shit that I never would have expected from the beginning of the movie
0: this, at all. This is why this stuff bothers me, okay? Bad movie or not. The level of creativity going into all these, like, meta- you know, metaphors and all this stuff drives me nuts as a musician and an artist. Like having like a block when it comes to this stuff and then like seeing other people like do something like that where it's like even watching it I didn't analyze it like you did but I literally sat there going I'm dumb I'm missing so much right now I feel really stupid watching this because I'm dumb and it's not the movie's fault it's my fault for not seeing it but like you explaining it I'm like oh wow okay I didn't see that and then I'm like God damn. That makes sense. People are fucking creative, and like, I need to like, I need a little bit of that. Like, can you like spit that at me? Like, just <laughs> like just shoot. Oh, and, and the
1: window. Shoot you some up creativity
0: the window. onto me, you know, like something. You know, you I brought up that. the
1: window though.
0: Yeah, the window. Um,
1: that has to do with the bender that I brought up, I think, because he's like obviously on psychedelics, but the background changes with every, um, I don't want to say every scene because they kind of made the scenes split up into I think like six different pieces or whatever but the bedroom scene was especially long and it changed from night to like pixelated to day and um, also his contacts were gone
0: going on out there
1: well the the swirly contacts that he had in the beginning which were a really nice touch were gone that's why he thought he was done like he because in his good trip he had like oh this is so much fun whatever and then it turned around when his friend rejected him then he resorted to food, which is also another, like, either you're just high or you're really sad. And then your burger turned into fucking teeth man over there. That was weird. Yeah. Um, so he didn't end up eating. But that's when, like, the little weird thing crawled out of the sewer and was like, I'll be your friend. Even though I am you. I'll be your friend. Take oh, me home with you.
0: So much. So much I miss. Like, it's... <laughs> It's like you wish every bad movie would have something like this, but you know the next one we watch is not going to be like this. It's going to be like.
1: I don't know. I wasn't expecting it from this
0: movie. I, 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 to be honest, it looked bad, but like before I watched it, I did a little, like, I didn't do any like real research, but I kind of like, I like to IMDb it and look at the synopsis and just check the rating. This movie has a rating of like 7.4 on IMDb.
1: I saw three and a half out of five on a lot of articles too,
0: which is really good for a movie with that kind of budget. That's like, I want to be accurate with this. I'm going to bring it up again real quick. Uh, yeah, there's there's
1: so much more that we didn't even get into that I was like super shocked. Watching this 7. irritated
0: 3. me. 7.3. 7.3. How many reviews did it have?
1: Probably thousands. This was actually made recently too, wasn't it? It was 2020s?
0: It had like, at least, it had 22 reviews. She just left everybody. She's kind of come back.
1: Um, <laughs> I just wanted my water.
0: She's getting her water. Water. But 22 reviews and it has a 7.3, which is great. But like again, I was I'm stupid. I'm stupid when I watch movies, you know.
1: Yeah, but that's why we talk about it because that's what happens.
0: But this is where we're two thirds of the way through, and the the drunk cop decides he's going to do a sting operation. This in is the where movie. the movie
1: really starts to decline because everyone is leaving. By the way,
0: yeah, you could yeah, because in the in the movie the movie within the movie. The behind the scenes of the movie in the movie, yes, he is losing people that work on the movie that he's making. So, the movie he started watching is a movie being made by another part of the movie that we see, which is like the people making the movie that we're watching. And he is losing budget from the investors because they don't like where the movie's going and he's not conforming to the studios, I guess. And then he starts losing stuff. He loses the sound production. They don't even have real gunshots for the guns. It's like Well wait
1: before that. So when the girl left, the one that wasn't even in the movie. Yeah. Did you notice that That's the when next everything scene went down after with- that? Well, did you notice that the next scene after that, they all had a purple outline on their body? No. So they had like a purple haze and so <laughs> this is so weird. The part where he's like walking through the woods. And he's all, like, fucked up, but he's still fully clothed. He's a little purple. And then it pans onto the scenery, and it's, like, fucking perfect resolution. And then it pans back on him, and he has, like, a weird filter on him. So, you could, that's when it, like, first starts to be, like, a little weird with the camera stuff. And then, um, at starts, the end of that it's like scene, their B
0: roll, their B roll was really good. Cause it was B roll from that. They took stock footage from somewhere, but then like their footage was bad,
1: but they is lost like, the investor. So
0: yeah, that's that. that I just thought about that. I even think about that when I was watching it. So,
1: so I noticed it. Cause I noticed a purple haze around his body when they were looking at him directly. But then when they were looking at the scene, it was perfectly clear without any people in it. And I was like, Oh, this is weird. Like it's his, from his point of view, everything looks perfectly clear. But then when it's panning in on him, he has like a purple shadow on his left side. It was super strange. And I was like, OK, that's a little weird. And then the gunshots were normal when the gay cop shot the other fucking cops because they were like, we're going to get violent and, you know, fuck this kid up. And he like has a weird sentimental attachment like the gay guy has a weird because well, he knows attachment he's not food. a
0: bad person and that he's just lost. You know, he was he just he felt bad for him. It's almost like a thing for drug addiction. It's, I mean, it has multiple things, but the drug addiction part, that stood out to me because it was almost like, remember he was like, you know, he's sick. We have to help him. We can't just like, you know, it kind of portrays the fact of like how people just say, fuck drug addicts, let them die.
1: But that's when you also see that it's not actually like a monster thing because at first... He, so it's a false narration at first because when you see that his contacts are gone, he's like, oh, my God, there's this is a real monster. Nobody else has seen it. He's home. He's like alone at this point. Yeah. So watching a horror movie, you think that if this is a real monster. And then you finally see in this scene where he's on the grass with the cops that he's tripping balls. But you don't know that until you get to that scene, which is super late to figure that out, which is the false narration is really... <clears throat> really bad. I think you find out when he's on the phone that you're like questioning it, but then it confirms it when the black goo is dripping and the other kid's like, what the fuck, bro, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) Yeah. But the kid there didn't see any black goo. Yeah. But you
1: didn't notice that there was a false narration until how long into the movie was that?
0: Yeah. At this point I was more like, what is the deal with the goddamn cops in the police station? It's where they didn't even try. I, even I could put together three guys in a cop uniform at a fake police station probably tomorrow. And then this movie, it was like they all had like, they were just like casually half unbuttoned blue t shirt, you know, blue button ups. And they're just like, game a cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: The, I didn't like the cops at the scene of the phone call, especially because they had a list of all of the people who were at the party who used.
0: The dummy um, gummies yeah because the, they were the ch- after the dummy gummies
1: but my problem with that is that there was two cops on the scene one of them was they was pete and then the other one was the other fucking cop who was a dickhead who was drinking and just making it worse how right. did you get that list together and know to have the list that you have at the police station because when when dude called they were like oh that's so and so dude like do you have his number he's like yeah i got all the caller id bro and then they fucking had a list of people with contact information magically now but you could this is obviously where everything's declining and it's making sense where things are not making sense
0: yeah because
1: you're like what the fuck but this this is where you can tell the production is starting
0: to go way down this is that. and this Not is where so i write good. and this is where like <laughs> my analysis meets your analysis my my note here is so bad fuck this scene is bad you know and then they go yeah. back to the behind the scenes and the director's losing it people are walking away from the production um then the movie is suddenly about a cop who just kills other cops cuz he's just in that hallway like you should die uh, sit there and well, scream, bah, bah, bah. And he's like shooting the other cops. He shot the girl. He made the girl scream.
1: The reason that it's so bad, though, is that because um, the director, I mean, I'm just going to keep calling him the blonde skinny kid because the blonde skinny kid is the director of the movie within the movie. Yes. Um, he starts to sink in with the the depression is really hitting him. The, the I think drug abuse because he's portraying it in the movie, but they're not showing it in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming that he's telling his story through the movie without having to literally show the audience, us, what's going on. Right. Um, he, he rejects the girl even though they were like super close like fuck buddy best friends and yeah, yeah so he rejects her and that's when you're like, whoa, dude. Well, you also find
0: out. out that like she's the one who pushed him to make the movie.
1: She didn't push him. She encouraged him. It was a positive thing.
0: It was, it was, it wasn't like a push. Like she, it was a dream he had and she was like, you should do it. Just do it.
1: Yeah. But he, so, but he fell off the fucking deep end because everyone around him is making him feel crazy. So like, instead of them being Hollywood, if they were like, oh, that's a good idea, man, let's see how it goes. If we need to, we can reshoot it. They were all like, that's a fucking terrible idea. You're getting... You're so ego-hungry and money-hungry and fuck you for this. And they're accusing him for all these crazy things that he wasn't actually feeling. And you could tell that by the way that his character was portrayed in the beginning. He was right. just a nerd. He was super excited. He had all of the fucking poster notes and the post-it notes on the side of his thing he was genuinely invested storyboarded the whole
0: thing yeah yeah
1: he was invested in this idea he was like this is gonna be great he's like you just have to trust me and then people were like you're this type of person you're this type of person and then he morphed into that person because they drove him insane
0: yeah so
1: it was like a it was a really sad to see him at the picnic table rejecting her because he's he's like losing trust with the person that he should be falling into when it needs to be that person. And then everyone else is against him, but they're still his cast. So he has to just shut up and be like sad and monotonous about everything. Like he's just very monotone about every little thing. And now he's just trying to rush through and get it the fuck done and over with. It's not fun for him anymore. Like it should have been because he has no creativity.
0: And this is like the point in the movie where the sound production is totally gone pretty much from the movie. You could tell, like, you go, know, it cuts back to the movie scenes, and you could tell, like, there's no more sound guy. There's less actors. Uh, he's I can't slowly wait to be- see what
1: you think about the last scene, though.
0: He's slowly becoming the main character. Um, the director, well, and this is where you find out the director's, like, totally gone. He's becoming the main character. He's cut his hair. He's dyed his hair. He's wearing the trench coat. Um, and then he wants to film like the final scenes. Right. And that's where him and that his girlfriend kind of he's like, he's like, you film and I'm going to do the part by the edge. Right. On the rooftop. Not,
1: not, not yet. We it has to do with the pixelated quality on a camcorder where the gay cop goes rogue and shoots like everybody not just yeah. like on the grass where he shoots the cops that are being well, this is
0: where I was talking about I was I, making the girl scream in the hallway there and stuff
1: I hate this part of the movie because like he, he finally got these characters these cast members to be like I gotta do it for him because I don't want him to fucking kill himself because they see him falling off the deep end they were like we're gonna do this for him we're gonna just get through the last two scenes and we're gonna be Done with it because he says he he only needs us three right done the gay character was finally like setting in like getting comfortable with his character right so like the actor was getting comfortable with his character and he was really doing really well and then he turned into like a fucking crazy murderer man and you could see how uncomfortable he is how like how less like, his acting skills just became terrible, even though the movie quality was also terrible. Like, you know what I mean? He didn't care. He was just like, bang, bang. Like, the punching was terrible. The kicking was terrible. Stopping on the fake face.
0: Quality went down all around pretty much.
1: All around. Not just in the film, where they were worried about. Everyone, I think, was scared at this point. And you knew that everyone was scared. Like, genuinely scared doing this part. Because they reshot the, the big cop right? Like his boss. And he forgot his lines and they, they didn't take out the reshoot. They kept it in. Cause they didn't have enough money to edit it out. And he like the blonde kid screamed his line to him. He's like, blah, blah, blah. Like God, get it. And so he, he like as a strong character, not the cast member, but as that person portraying the cop as a strong character, he was very timid in that scene. And you can see that everyone's just like, I can't wait to get out of this guy's crazy. And then it's just like the girl, who he was screaming at the whole time? It was covered in blood, and like, where did she come from? Why does she? Why is she here? It's because they ran out of cast members; they had nobody else to shoot, so they added something to make.
0: It was like it so out scary. of nowhere. Yeah, it was so out of nowhere, and I, I was at this point, I'm fully confused, and I'm half checked out because I'm like, the movie is almost two hours long, mind you. It's almost two it's hours. It's portraying
1: his life falling so, apart.
0: Yeah, so like an hour in, I'm like, oh my god, I can't do this anymore. You know, and like, like I, I love this last part. I'm enjoying the movie more talking with you about it and hearing what your thoughts on it because you your thoughts on the movie are better than the fucking movie, honestly. Um But that's <laughs> I, where I we like get to the, like that's where we get this is it time for the rooftop part?
1: No no you skipped a whole scene in between before he did the rooftop because they had three scenes. So the kid, the main Ref- character. You who just plays- watched
0: it and I watched it yesterday, so refresh me.
1: <sighs> this is my these are my This is my favorite scene. This one part is my favorite scene of the whole movie. And it is so crazy. So the kid comes to his door and he's like, I can't be your main character anymore, man. It's starting to get too gory, too vulgar. I can't do this anymore. I'm like, this is becoming too much for me. I wish the best for you, blah, 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 whatever. Well, that's where he's like,
0: I know we don't know each other very well, but I genuinely worried for you. He says, yeah, he said something like that. I'm genuinely concerned for you.
1: So then he has the original, um, what is it, CGI of the the fucking monster, right? And he is clearly tripping on something because to him, the monster says, what are you going to do now? Or he says something like, what are we going to do? And then he said, kill yourself, kill yourself. But it looks like he's yelling at the kid who just abandoned him. But he's saying it to himself because the monster's talking to him. The whole scene was crazy. I was like, "This is so like this is my favorite pocket scene ever." And then it skips. I missed so to... much. I was
0: so checked out by then.
1: It skips to the movie itself. Like the director has to be the main character now.
0: That's and... where. I, that's where I, like my brain. I, I don't know why. Like I remember him coming to the door and all that in that scene, but I didn't like process it properly because
1: I love this part because this is where the two movies because it's a movie within within a movie they merge. Right, right. What is my favorite scene because everything made so much more sense to me after this. So the main character, which is him in the movie cuz he's has creative ability, the character that he wrote is him. He then becomes the character that he wrote is him and plays that role in his final moments. Right. So that's why with his that was his last scene. Right. Like that, that in his heart, that was his last scene because he's like, I am who I wrote. And then he tried to tell the girl that he needed to do one last scene, but that was going to be his life. Kill yourself with the CGI monster thing. So he wasn't going to be able to put that in the movie. He just wanted her to see that this is my outro. Because it wasn't going to be put in the movie if he can't put it in there. He already finished the last scene. He was just going to kill himself and be like, this is my last scene. So crazy at the ending. I loved that. I was like, this yeah, makes so much I more watching, sense was watching Because
0: he was like telling her that he's filming a scene for the movie. And she's filming it. it wasn't the... for
1: the movie.
0: Yeah, of course not. And then, you know, of course, he climbs up on the, uh, spoiler alert. He climbs up on the edge. Yeah, fucking seen it
1: already.
0: Of course, you could tell he gets a little out of hand. She gets scared. She drops the phone or the camera, whatever she's filming with, and runs over. And from the she looks of dying. it, the, yeah, from the looks of it, she ends up falling off the roof. And then the next scene is him, like, half, like, out of it, sitting on the ground next to an ambulance with an EMT being like, Are you okay? Like, it's all good. You're going to be okay. You know, and like, it kind of like. he lost.
1: So he lost her, but he also lost himself in the film, which was really full circle at the ending. Um,
0: didn't expect yeah, this to be like that, huh? I bet you folks didn't expect it to be like that, this fucking...
1: I wasn't expecting it to be like that. When I was watching the movie, I'm like, this is going to be a dog shit party movie. I picked and then it because it, turned... it looked
0: like a campy 80s movie that I would just enjoy for its dumb campiness. And then it turns out to be this like, and like I said, an hour in, I was like, I'm a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, but then you know what I tried to tie in, but I couldn't quite put my finger on where it would make sense. The name of the production, I need you to die. Is it so I need is that you for like, I need you dead? I need you dead. So was that supposed okay. The blonde guy had the brown haired character, right? was he trying to say that I need your negative emotions to die? Because the, the original ending was supposed to be a happy ending. It was supposed to be like you found yourself, you're getting better. You're a good person. I need your monsters to die, your demons to die. I need your demons to die.
0: Maybe it turned out to be about the hopelessness of being at that state to where, like, you're hoping you'll come out of it. And, like, hey, by the end of this, I'm going to be good. But you're really not.
1: Yeah, I don't really know because he was on Psychedelics writing the movie about Psychedelics. And then it turned into a whole, like, the bathroom scene?
0: Is this, like, when I'm, like things are going too well in my life. What is happening? Uh, and then like within three days, something horrible happens. And I'm like.
1: I don't know. The The bathroom scene was, you brought that up at the beginning and I said, wait to get there. But the it was all in red. And this is already past the budget of the movie in the movie production, not in his real then, life. Well, that
0: bathroom scene was almost like, it was almost like an outro. Like it was like the last scene. That must've been before he met her on the rooftop.
1: It, well, it was somehow, before he talked to the monster where he came to a conclusion of like, oh, just kill yourself because this yeah. isn't going anywhere. But so, like, he hit himself with a belt, which is a portrayal of, well, a physical portrayal of self-harm without making it obvious to people what they around they him. There's a,
0: word to, there's a word for that. Um, flag, flaglation or flag... What's the word for it? Um,
1: no, it's self-harm. It wasn't a sexual thing.
0: No, no, no. It's not what I'm talking about. There's um. There's a word for hitting yourself with something that's like a disciplinary thing or as a discipline thing or... Oh, I don't know. Um, that's okay, go on.
1: But he was hitting himself with that. And I think the scene before the bathroom, he sprayed a bunch of what I thought was dry shampoo, but I think it was temporary. You know, on Halloween, you can get like the neon pink and you can spray it in your hair. He did the brown to represent the character that he was doing because obviously the character left, right? And he... It zoomed in really close on his face to like kind of show you his crazy eyes, but his they like really made it a point to look at how skinny he was.
0: Self flagellation, that's what it is. A discipline, sorry, a disciplinary and devotional practice of flogging oneself with whips or other instruments that inflict pain. Self flagellation, flagellation, I think it is. But yeah, Yeah, sorry.
1: They got self harm, addiction, depression, anxiety, social skills, uh, like addiction, like just so much happening here. Alcoholism with the cops, you know, like they got in, um, uh, people who are against, uh, like LGBTQ stuff. Yeah, which people great. that still shit The depth of this movie was crazy. That's why I liked it. It was hard to watch. It was hard to get through. But the idea of it was so, like, there was so much detail. Like, the long pauses in the scenes made so much sense because it felt like a long time for us. But for the guy who is portraying a specific character, probably days. Probably he was there for days sitting there in silence, weirdly. So
0: it was one of those things where, like, like bands that bands that like to put out really low quality shit like hardcore bands do it a lot where they're like i want this demo to sound like it's 1992 and they put it out and like this band could be like awesome see them live they're awesome they make a real recording they're awesome but they they just want to put out this like i want it to sound like i recorded this in the early 90s so here's our trash core demo you know like that's kind of like what this movie reminded me of or it's like it's just well, they it was hard for me to watch and all that stuff. But then, like you're talking about the in depth of it and all that, and it's like it just reminds me of bands like that. These these bands aren't necessarily they're 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 portraying their stuff as just like trash gritty shit, but it's not.
1: Well, they talked about that on the date. The girl and the guy who went on the date, the pixie fairy edgy girl who was at the uh-huh. party playing the guitar. They talk about how. And this is why I was confused as to having his monsters because he was socially very awkward at the cafe. Right. But he felt at peace being able to talk about something really vulnerable. Like, she explains, I hate being confined to this box that I'm an artist. She goes, why can't I do what I want to do as, like, a job or a hobby or whatever, but also not be just in this box. Like I can also do other things if I want right. to. I'm not just an artist. I'm not just this. And then they both conformed to that. I thought it was really cool that he beat up his demons with his notebook.
0: Okay. Because he liked to draw and doodle, remember? And then it then he stopped and he hated it. Um no
1: he didn't hate it. He hated he hated
0: well, I think the it, it... De-
1: that came along with it.
0: Well, I think part of it too is like when you get into those modes, you don't do the things that you have a passion for anymore. You stop doing stuff like that. Like,
1: Well, he beat up his his demon with his passion because yeah. he was like, I, I doodle, I do this. And she like jokingly made fun of him, but then was like, no, I think that that's awesome that you do that. He killed his negative thoughts with his passion, which was what I loved about that scene. His notebook was his passions and he killed his demons With his passions, even though they were ruined and you might have to start from scratch, but at least you killed your demons along the way. And now maybe you can be something more from this, which is weird.
0: Crazy! We'll wrap it up, which gives me an idea. Like, I think this movie series is going to be called Bad Movies with a question mark. And then now that it's the end of the first one, which... I don't know if I could recommend this movie. Like after hearing Kayla talk about I it, I don't. If you want to like really analyze a movie and like do that, yeah, sure. But if you're not like a movie analyst or you're not really looking at that deep, don't watch this. Not for you. Don't. Uh, especially I don't me. I it. watch bad movies. I love bad horror movies, stuff like that. I had trouble sitting through this. I had, I enjoyed the movie more talking about it. Um but I think that's what we're gonna do. What, what would you rate this? You want to do four? You want to do five star ratings? You want to do out of ten? What would you prefer?
1: I think that we should do five stars.
0: So, what would you rate this movie? Because I give it two on the surface of being. It was hard for me to fucking watch. So I'm I'm a very entertainment factor guy. I don't care if it's a. Everyone's like, "Oh, I hate Jurassic Park. The new Jurassic Park movie's blah 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 blah." But they entertain the fucking shit out of me regardless of all the bullshit people people poke holes through the whole movie. But so I that's how I look at movies where obviously Kayla is more in depth, she analyzes a little bit more. So like, I would give this a 2, but on the after talking about the movie, I would uh, the idea I of give the it movie, a three. I would give the movie's idea a 4 for the for the creativity of the the guy writing, directing he put thought into this that I wish I had when I'm making my art, my music, stuff like that. I wish I had that extra step in my brain to do these kind of thoughts. Like even writing lyrics like this, this guy. I would give it know.
1: a 3.5 though, because just from two people watching the movie who had two very different consensus uh, from this movie, our consensus was completely different.
0: Yeah. I give
1: it a 3.5 out of five because I think that if you're not really looking to sit down and analyze a movie and you're just looking to sit down and watch a bad movie and be like, ha, huh, that was awesome, this is a bad movie, instead of racking your brain. I
0: that movie, yeah.
1: I can't do that with movies. I have to overanalyze everything, and it's really annoying. I'm like an annoying person to watch movies that's with. That's
0: not a bad thing. No, that's not a bad Because I'm the guy who's reading about the movie World War. We're 10 minutes in, and I'm like, huh. all right all right yeah but i think
1: that as somebody who doesn't like for somebody who didn't analyze the way the movie that i did if you're someone who's watching the movie like chris did you know that you're supposed to be picking up on something but it's so hard to pick up on it because it's it's not not... watching
0: that you're watching i'm watching for stupid shit i'm watching for fun shit i'm watching for horror shit i'm I, i but that's where my brain is like you're missing a bigger picture. I give it shit. a three
1: point five, but so, I'm glad that we talked about it though, because maybe you appreciate the movie more.
0: I do actually now. I'm never gonna rewatch it. It was hard to watch, but I do, <laughs> I'm never gonna rewatch I it. I do either. appreciate it. Like I, it, the movie was "I Need You Dead." It was on Tubi. Um, I like Tubi now. I don't care. People shit on Pluto and stuff like that in Tubi, but I don't give a shit. It's like, I, I didn't mind the ad. I ads, think for actually. Netflix, YouTube, loser, poor people, but it's you know what? There's a lot of good shit on those channels, and. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the start of our bad movie series. Every few episodes, we're going to do a bad movie. Um, obviously, we want suggestions. I reached out on Facebook, Instagram, and I got some good suggestions. I don't know. There's, some, I mean, we might have to watch something a little less in depth for this next one, a little more lighthearted. But we're going to discuss that. We're going to do some we'll other see. stuff. We're going to do some other stuff we'll for a couple episodes. See. and Then we'll come back to the bad movie series. Maybe this is the part of the podcast you like and you come back for this. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, follow us on the socials. All you got to do is look us up, Distracted and Disorderly, um, Distracted and Disorderly Podcast, that kind of stuff. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. X. Yeah, I was um, just going to
1: say X.
0: Do whatever the fuck that shit is. Um, yeah. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Anything from you?
1: I Ta-da. just hope that they liked it because I probably fucked everyone's brain up. throughout <laughs> the
0: process. No, no, no. With that being don't said. Don't watch it. Thank you for joining us. Have a good week. We will see you again soon.